0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Houston Astros.
2: Astros.
1: And the Astros are one win away from their second pennant in three years. (laughs) Just put these Yankees
2: away. Hopefully, it leads us to the World Series.
3: Winning the World Series has been the only thing on our minds. Astros.
1: This team's very special. Yankees in the American League Championship Series,
3: Game Six. Bringing this World Series trophy back to Houston. Somebody's gotta come through our house.
2: Deep left field. The let is gone.
3: And now, Astro Launch. Whoa! The official pregame show of Houston Astros playoff baseball, brought to you by Houston Methodist, leading medicine by Gallery Furniture, by Daniel's Jewelers, and by Waste Management. Three,
1: two, one. Here they come.
3: Lift off. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Go Astros! Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks.
1: Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the New York Yankees in Game 6 of the American League Championship Series. Yankees took Game 5 yesterday, 4-1 to one over the Astros. George Bringer, 2-5, for five, scored a run. Justin Verlander gave up four runs and struck out nine in seven innings to get the loss. As the Yankees get a little closer, the Astros still lead this ALCS three games to two with a chance to clinch a trip back to the World Series with a win tonight or tomorrow. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchups brought to you by houston methodist leading medicine the astros and yankees both going with bullpen games and the astros they're they're tapping brad peacock to to start the game looked very good through only eight pitches to get through the eighth inning of, of game five yesterday, but a guy who hasn't pitched a ton over the last month or so has dealt with some injuries.
2: He has, and A.J. Hinch saying, I'm going to be uh, aggressive and try to win today, so we're not really sure how long Brad Peacock's going to go, but he also said that Brad Peacock has one of the most calm heartbeats on the entire team, and he looked great last night. They were happy they were able to get him into the ballgame because he hasn't pitched in live action in a little while, and Brad came out of that game and uh, he felt great as well. So I think a lot of it is a, a trust factor, somebody that you know that's going to go out there uh, and throw a lot of strikes, a lot of quality strikes, and get you off to a good start.
1: Meanwhile, the Yankees also going with a bullpen day, and they're they're going with Chad Green. He's pitched a lot in this series, and and for the most part has been very effective.
2: He is, and he's a really good pitcher, and a lot of the relievers for uh, the Yankees have pitched in a lot of games, and that's why it was so important for Verlander to get seven innings in that game yesterday at Yankee Stadium uh, to give a more rested bullpen, maybe an advantage for the Astros coming into a game like this. Now, both teams probably would love to have a starter to go out there, but there's been plenty of injuries, suspensions, uh, and things like that that if, if if forced its way into this game when you're going to go with bullpen games and uh, the Astros do have a little bit of familiarity because they've seen Britton and, and Chapman and Canely and those guys a little bit more during the course uh, of this series so far but you come back to Minute Maid Park and you have a three to two advantage you still have to feel really good about this game today's keys to the
1: game are brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers and uh, you know, both managers today with it being a bullpen game there, there's no set plan obviously normally if you have a starting pitcher you have a pretty good idea of what you're going to do uh over the course of a game given different scenarios it's a little different today though and it's really going to be interesting to watch how both teams handle their bullpens and uh, obviously a lot of it comes down to matchups and where you are at a given point right. in a game
2: and where you are at any given point point and- in. I think Aaron Boone obviously in an elimination game for his team has to be even more aggressive then AJ Hinch is going to be. Uh, I I do think uh, you, you know you map out plans in the back of your mind if you're both of these managers, but things change so quickly that you have to be able to adjust on the fly, and that's why it's so important to to know your personnel, to have conversations with different pitchers that you might use during the course of the game. How do they feel? Uh, what kind of matchups? Try to maybe tell them this is who I see you uh, facing maybe in the course of this game, so they have a little bit of an idea uh, getting that call into the bullpen, but man, this is going to be a, a big game. Uh, we could see anywhere from 12 to 16 pitchers in this one.
1: And I think what's also going to be interesting is to see how how the long men for both teams factor in. And whether they factor in at all, Jose Urquidy would be that guy for the Astros. Yankees have a, a few different options. You think about Jay Happ, who hasn't pitched a whole lot in this series. Luis Sessa would, would be another right. option. How, how do those guys fit in as well Will be interesting.
2: Yeah, you know what? what's interesting about Urquidy for me is he, he's got reverse splits. He pitches better against left-handed batters. And and he hasn't gotten into a lot of action so far in the postseason. But um, I, I do think that uh, the Astros do need uh, Urquidy to give them at least five or six outs a, a, during the course of this game so you don't burn guys. I did ask A.J. Hinch if he's willing to use some of his more leverage pitchers that he pitches in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning earlier, earlier in the ball game. He said
1: absolutely. Coming up next, we'll hear from Brent Strom, Astros pitching coach on the coach's corner. We'll also hear from Astros manager AJ Hinch on the Manager show presented by Waste Management. But now this from your local station.
0: What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford
3: Boxes?
1: Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good ball. Into the Landry's Crawford Boxes.
3: How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bock? Carbox Crawford Bock pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season.
1: How about the Houston Astros?
3: Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management. For environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com.
1: Pitch on the way. And that is grounded on one hop. Snare to his left by Urshela. Throws to first in time. And that is the ball game. The New York Yankees send this series back to Houston for a game six. As they win game five tonight by a final score of four to one. Astros lead the series. Three games to two.
2: Welcome back to Astro Lawrence. before Game Six of the ALCS with the New York Yankees. The Astros did a great job, AJ. More than anything, you go into Yankee Stadium, you win two out of
3: three. You got to feel great about your team. You did well. We feel great. I mean, it's, if you, it's funny how um, how the game's emotions and the game outcomes change change your emotional state, right? You, look, you go into the Yankee Stadium, it's one to one. We hadn't won a playoff game there yeah. since 2015. And and you go into the series, you get you get the first game there, you feel good about the series. You get the second game there, you feel exceptional. Yeah. You lose the third game, and you're like, oh no, what's going on? I mean, it's it's so fun this time of but year gotta, have the range of emotions. I love it. Yeah, it is a it is a great opportunity for us to come home and win. Um, obviously, would have loved to have, have have won it yesterday. JV was unbelievably good after the first inning, allowed us to set ourselves up for today. We need to put a little bit of offense together and put some pressure on them. It's an elimination game for them and an opportunity for us.
2: I want to ask you about how important that was for JV to give you six more innings where you only had to cover one out of the bullpen yesterday.
3: Yeah, it was big because, I mean, one, we were still in the game. I, I trust this offense. I believe in this offense. And, and I thought we were going to get to Paxton. We had a guy on base almost every inning just couldn't really piece a couple things together but um, keeping us in the game was the most important thing you know obviously looking back now and he gave us seven strong innings it was great for us to only have to use Peacock for you know, 10 or under eight pitches, eight pitches. Yep. And it um, it sets us up to use everybody today. But it, um, I really wanted to win the game yesterday. And, and, and JV kept us in, in the game after, after a really bizarre first inning.
2: I want to talk to you about what a manager goes through. And it happened with Aaron Boone in the sixth inning yesterday. Paxton had 111 pitches. Mm-hmm. And he had a man on with a three-run lead. And he goes out to the mound. And I heard an interview with him saying, I still wasn't sure whether or not I was going to take him out. And
1: here comes Aaron Boone. Robinson Chirino's next scheduled hitter. Boone hasn't made the signal yet. Slow walk out to the dugout. All the infielders converging. And Aaron Boone's going to stay with his starter.
2: They went out there to ask Paxton, and Paxton, I could read his lips, said, let's go. He's made easy work out of Torino so far in this one. And Boone going to
1: the mound and not pulling his pitcher has energized this crowd even further. Paxton delivers. And Torinos lifts this in the air deep to left. Gardner is going back at the wall, against the wall, makes the catch. Robinson Torinos was a few feet away from making Aaron Boone regret
2: his decision. And you've been through that
3: many times, right? Well, he's on on the fence there on what to do, and he's got a guy throwing the ball pretty well. Paxton had been able to get himself out of a lot of jams. It's high velocity. He knows once he goes to the pen he can't really turn back. He probably didn't like the matchup either way on what what he was going to do, um, and so do you, do you. Do you stay with the guy on the mound? Do you not? You know, I will tell you, you can do that at home a little easier than on the road because at home, you know, the reaction of the crowd is going to be unbelievably positive when you leave the starter in and and, and yeah. you turn around and walk back and you kind of plant your flag that this is my guy and that. <laughs> so the theatrics of it was pretty funny to me because I, I know what he was doing and yeah. and, and, and I've done it. Yeah. And I and, it, and there's certainly a you're sending a message to your team and to your pitcher now. What are ten you Ten looking seconds for? later, well ten seconds later the ball gets rocketed off Chirinos' yeah. bat and I think I was <laughs> extra excited and and Booney was probably A little bit nervous and then Gardner catches it at the wall and and they live to 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 move to the next inning so you know when you go out there you're looking for some feedback you're looking for um you know maybe how the pitcher's breathing his you know you you know your players and and that's the time where you have to utilize all that you know about your players their emotional state their physical state the game plan You know, sometimes when you get out there, you know, and you're not sure um, what exactly decision you're going to make and neither of them are talking about the next hitter, you kind of know they're going to need to come out of the game. But if you get out there and they're engaged in a conversation about how we're going to get this guy out, it can sway you a little bit um, with sticking with your guy.
2: Hey, nobody's listening. I used to always hear rumors that that a manager would have a, a signal with his catcher. The catcher would like take his mask off or leave it on on, on what decision he thought, so the pitcher wouldn't know in <laughs> any kind of conversation. Do you have that with your catchers?
3: You know what? I wait, more in between innings than in in the in inning. I think okay. when you ask an athlete who's in competition, who's you know that's the game's going fast and there's a big emotional. I don't want an emotional reaction. I'm paid to make non-emotional decisions based on the best interest of the team. I think putting a player in that position while in the competition on the field is a little bit tough obviously you know a couple years ago Brian McCann and I had a nice rapport where we would you know we had some feedback back and forth I do trust Chirinos and Maldi to give me some feedback most of that is going to be in between innings Um, and then and then as a as a um, you know general rule I try to I try to make decisions without you know without allowing anybody's emotions to get into it
2: Non-emotional decisions, and you made up uh, your mind pretty quickly that you're going to go with the bullpen game, mm-hmm. and Brad Peacock's going to begin things for you.
3: Yeah, well, we when we had the bullpen day was going to happen at some point during the series, and so when we when we went to um, to, to Yankee Stadium, it was going to be in Game Four. Game Four gets rained out. Um, we then had the opportunity to push it to a home game, and if I'm going to ask all of our guys to get ready even be out of their routine, maybe come into the game a little bit earlier than they used to, then there's no better place than doing it at home. I didn't yeah. want to have a bullpen day at Yankee Stadium where things can speed up, and we saw that happen with Greinke in the first inning. We saw that happen with JV in the first inning. Um, now we have a chance to do this all at home, familiar territory, you know, screaming fans on our side as opposed to the other side. We took yeah. a shot at, uh, at winning the series yesterday with JV, and other than the first inning, we probably would have had we put up any offense, um, now we have two opportunities to win at home if we need it. Hopefully we can wrap it up today. Um, and, I, and Garrett Cole as a backup plan in Game 7 is about the best backup plan in baseball.
2: Yeah, it's the best plan in baseball. Uh, things are going to be very fluid in this game, so I know things will change. Are you willing to use any of your pitchers uh, early in the ballgame? Of course.
3: Yeah. yeah, we have to be. If you're going to kind of announce it as a as a bullpen game, then you have to read the game. You know, there's just so many scripts you can put out there. and you have a perfect case scenario you want this guy to face this guy or you want to take, you know extend the guy to, to 25 30 pitches or you know when do you insert a long man or somebody that has some length um that's the beauty of today is, is is as much as people love the traditional start where he's going to go out there and get seven innings and 100 pitches like jv yesterday um you know it, it the, the intrigue of today's game is both booney and i have to make decisions on the fly yeah um you know with some some planning we know what we know what we want the game will rarely give you what you want and so you got to be able to audible um
2: no better example than George Springer a couple of years ago when he struggled in the ALCS and in game one of the World Series. He was, I think, two for 30 at that point between those games. Yeah. And then he goes on to be the World Series MVP. You were adamant yesterday. Alvarez is in my lineup. You trust him. These small samples can really trick you, can't they?
3: It can, and I think the easiest thing is to run away from these guys. I think talent wins over time, and one swing will erase all of the bad um, at bats that that we've had as a team, and and you know when you take a step back from our team, as much as Alvarez has struggled, um, you know Yuli's gotten no luck. Uh, Spring hasn't no really luck. gotten underway other than the big three-run homer. Um, you know our catching position. You know we're going to need to get some offense out of that. I mean, it doesn't—it's playoff baseball. You got to get—you got to get offense. Uh, throughout your lineup and it's not about one man or one situation and when you look on our bench um, I feel as good with Alvarez as I do with anybody it's it's not fun watching him struggle or chase a few pitches or try to do a little bit too much but um, he barrels up a ball today and and I think we'll be pretty happy that we have him in the lineup and no better place to win than Minute Park right it's the best I mean we're gonna have our fans here families here Back home where we've played exceptionally well. We've only lost one playoff game in 2019. Uh Minute Maid Parks our home. We're gonna we're gonna try to bring it home today. All right, AJ. Good luck tonight. You, Back with more Astrology right after this. Line. AstroLine, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros.
2: I love that all the
1: Astro fans are here. With your
3: favorite Astros and Major League stars. One
1: of the best relievers
2: in baseball. Will Harris. Todd Kellis, Jeff Blum, Jeff Luno in the house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick.
3: AstroLine.
0: Presented by Carbon Brewing Company. Live from
2: Pluckers at 1400
0: Shepherd Drive in Houston.
3: This fall, right here on the Houston Astros radio network. My
2: well, Verlander certainly settled into this ball game after that three run homer by Hicks in the first
1: he's retired all but one four hits for the Yankees in the first inning, one since
2: the most change up usage we saw from Verlander came in a couple of spring training starts and since then this is probably the greatest usage
1: Yeah, he felt like in spring training he rediscovered that change up, the 0-2 and he can't hold up on the pitch away. I think that was three straight changeups to Hicks, and he goes down on three pitches as Verlander. Settling down after a rough first inning. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros pitching coach Brent Strom before game six of the American League Championship Series. And, you know, you look at, at last night's ball game and obviously a, a frustrating result, especially when you consider what Justin Verlander was able to do. Gave up the four runs in the first inning, but then wound up going seven innings. And, you know, talking with A.J. Hancher, it wasn't like he was like a, a mop-up guy or anything like that. He was pitching well and, and keeping the game close despite the the way things started.
4: Yeah, if I had if I had told you that he'd retired 22 of 23 or something along those yeah. lines, you never would have guessed that that we'd have lost the game 4 to 1 and uh, unfortunately, you know, even it makes me realize that uh, even veterans in uh, in in high high uh, Leverage type games, like he was, he came out a little overamped and overthrew some fastballs, and really didn't get into his game until after uh, the Hicks home run. And uh, but it's a credit to him because it really serves us well for today. Going into today, we didn't have to use our bullpen, and it just shows you this guy is uh, the consummate uh, uh, competitor because he just kept grinding and uh, was hoping that we'd come back. We just fell short. How good is Justin Verlander
1: at making adjustments? I feel like we've seen a few games, including the no-hitter in Toronto earlier this year, where maybe the first inning command wasn't as sharp, and then you see him come back out next inning, and it looks a lot better.
4: Well, you know, all of these great pitchers, and you can think back to all... Their most difficult inning is the first inning. If you look at the OPS in first innings of games, it's extremely high. And... And starting pitchers are trying to get their feet on the ground. They're trying to see how their stuff plays. Uh, and that's why the same thing is with relievers. When they come in, the most important person they're going to face is the first hitter. So getting through the first inning was, uh, was difficult. You know, he, he made a mistake to LeMayu. was a middle, middle uh, two seamer that he hit to right field and the mistake to Hicks. And But after that, you have to, he, he just kept grinding and, and had a great change up last night. Uh, I know he's probably second guessing himself on his pitch selection to Hicks, especially with an open base. But uh, this is an aggressive uh, aggressive pitcher who's a future Hall of Famer, and uh, the, the team rallies behind him and, and knows that he gave his best effort last night. In postseason, it's hard to get guys'
1: feet wet, but how good was it to get Brad Peacock out there with the way that he pitched? It just kind of showed you've been missing much of the year when he's been out.
4: Yeah, it was nice to see him uh, uh, have, a cl- have a clean inning. Of course, it's going to serve us well today. Our bullpen's fully rested. Uh, you know, it is nice to have uh, Cole ready for tomorrow. I hope we don't get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure the bullpen right now is uh, is looking forward to stepping up and uh, and providing, uh, you know, giving our offense a chance to get on track. This is something we've seen
1: a lot more of over the last couple of years, openers, bullpen days, things of that nature. It's something the Astros have done a handful of times, but not as much as as some other teams have. What are some of the challenges that it poses for you as a pitching coach working with A.J. Hinch when when it's a, a bullpen
4: day like today is projected to be? Well, we've we've for about uh, four or five days now. We've uh, looked at this possible scenario, and what we've done is taken all the relievers, taken their strengths, looked at the Yankees, and tried to map out a uh, uh, you know if it went perfectly, how, what different we call them pods, uh, groups of three or groups of two, whatever, uh, whose stuff might play best. Uh, and it's no secret about our our opener tonight. Uh, what we feel, uh, Peacock is the. Is the right guy to the LeMayu, uh LeMayu Judge uh, Torres uh, little grouping? Uh, so we'll see how that plan plays out. And then after that, we we look to see what the strengths are of each reliever and and how the uh, you know how he matches up with the Sanchezes and the Encarnacion's and all the way down to Gardner. So uh, there's some surprises in there that people will be surprised at. Uh, uh, I'm sure if they see a certain guy come in against a left-handed hitter, uh, there's a reason behind our madness. Whether it works out or not, it's uh, an educated guess, but we, we do the best we can to to uh, put the odds in our favor. Kind of sounds exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. Especially nerve-wracking for me. I'm just kind of a nervous uh, Ike anyway, you know, a... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the competition. I would love to win this series and, and move on, give the fans what they want, another, another shot at a, at a world championship. You know, to play this long for such a long season, have such a tremendous season, so many great individual stats, but everybody in that dugout it, it wants that one thing, and that's to get, get back to the World Series and, and, and play meaningful games there. French Strom, Astros pitching coach, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. The chase for
1: the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL
3: West and headed to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Woo-hoo! Houston's exclusive hometown call.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...